Hi everyone, I'm here with Suzanne Hart from Suzanne Hart Events. Nice to see you, Suz. Yeah, you too, Tom. You know, you and I have worked together for how many years? Oh, gosh. That's a very long time. It is a long time. we started time. off our lives together in Perth working for IBM. Yeah, it was a long time and ago. And in hospitality way back then. So well, our first conference, I think, we ran in about 1994 yeah. together. I remember you being part of the events team in uh, IBM in Perth. Yes. And then working together, working, um, running events for corporate mainly. Yeah, correct. And so you've been doing this for... 20 years now. A long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I understand you've also got a background in hospitality, which probably makes it um, easier for you to work out what type of venue or what's going to be suitable when making a venue selection. And I know many of you who are running events um, for promotional purposes or running workshops, or even if you're running your own speaking gig as an example, choosing an event can make an enormous difference yes. to the success of, um, of the way people perceive it, um, how well it runs and so on. Yeah. What would you say are the important things, considerations that you need to have in place in order to choose the right venue? I think it uh, always has a lot to do with location, there's no doubt about that, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a five-star hotel or a venue that everybody knows. Sometimes a location that's a little off the beaten track or even a venue that might be a new and exciting venue mm. that people haven't heard of and haven't seen before makes it that much more attractive to actually come now, along Now to. what's that hotel in Sydney? It's got one letter. The Q? QT? Yeah. yeah there you go. Well, it's got two letters in. Yeah, it's got two letters. <laughs> <laughs> the last time we checked, yeah. yeah. That's a fantastic hotel, and it's a great brand that they're rolling out across the country, too. I think yeah. Melbourne's about to get its QT. I'm not sure if it's this year. But that's about those hotels, uh, great drawcards for people because they look and think, this is something that I wouldn't normally come into. Yeah. It depends on what your event is, of course, because if you're all about the content, yep. then, and you want people to just come in, watch, be a part of it, listen to a speaker um, the focus is all about maybe a seminar that's easy for people to reach from uh, you know if they're in the city they want to come in in the morning and do what they need to right. do and then get back to work so it's about location it's a little bit like real estate yeah so making it easy for your delegates to get there absolutely and so I gather then that if it's a weekend a city venue can actually be very good because your parking's going to be easy and cheap in yeah. that environment. And that's the other thing, you know, it's about knowing your audience, of course. Mm. But so many times I think people choose venues and they choose a destination because they think that they like it. Yep. Or, or we've always wanted to go to, you know, the Gold Coast, for example. God sure. bless the Gold Coast. But there are, that's not enough reason, from my point of view. Yeah. If you know your audience, then first and foremost, you say to people, you know, where are these people coming from and what's important to them? If we're talking about a weekend, they people a draw card might be for people to come from regional areas, if that's where your audience is coming from, to have a wonderful weekend in the city that they wouldn't normally get to do. Right. Well, let's say you've narrowed it down to a, uh, a geographic location and it's come down to choosing the venue, the physical venue itself. Mm. What are the things to watch out for? I think it's important to do a really thorough site inspection and visit. My uh, my mantra has always been never book a venue or a, or a hotel or accommodation that you haven't actually physically seen yourself. Yeah, I um, I know that the photos always look quite different to reality. Well, they can. You know, that yeah. beautiful swimming pool can yeah. really just be a spa. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's right. And yeah. the room can be tiny and have really low ceilings. Yeah. And for us, it's also about the feel of the room that you have when you walk into it. Yeah. There are some spaces that you just walk into and straight away think, this is fantastic. This is going to work really well. Um, other areas that you think, 
I can't imagine how I'm ever going to fit 150 people in this foyer having tea and coffee together. Yeah. Well, how are we going to feed them? Yeah. It's just actually physically not possible. So let's look at a checklist. One is to, when you're doing the site inspection, you want to look at the physical side of things first, which yes. is, is the room big enough? Yes. Uh, and also, you mentioned a good point there, is the foyer area going to be suitable enough? Are there breakout areas? Correct. If you're not catering, obviously things like are there shops and restaurants and cafes nearby as well? Yes. Once you've narrowed that down, uh, look, as a speaker, I've got a number of things that, or speaker and a producer of events, I've got a number of factors that I like to take into consideration. Uh, what are yours, though? About the room itself? You... Uh, well, I think... You know, I know that AV and audiovisual and and the te- the technical side of things is very close to your heart. Yeah. Also to ours, if you can't hear a speaker, if you can't see them, then guess what happens? People start talking and they're distracted. Yeah. So it's important that the infrastructure is there or the ability to bring that infrastructure yeah. with you. Isn't it funny how people will forget about the content? And they'll whinge about the fact that they can't hear very well. Absolutely. And all of a sudden, no matter how great the content is, they're sitting there going, oh, this is no good. Yeah. And look, for one of the things that I learned recently is that it could be the difference between $100 on an extra pair of speakers to um, put further down the room. Absolutely. And that's enough to keep everybody happy because if they can hear you, they can always go, look, can I have a copy of the slides or something afterwards? But yeah. if you can't hear properly, that's a, that's a real problem. And I think that it's a, one of the largest issues that we face in the events industry is helping our clients understand why those additional costs are justified. Yep. And I think you just need to always come back to just put yourself in a situation where you've been to an event and maybe you've stood up the back and you can't see the speaker very well yeah. or the speaker's walking around with the microphone and they're talking this way yeah, and yeah. It, you just are not going to enjoy it. Yeah. So if you if you kind of bring everything back to what happens to me when I am at an attending an event, then I think that you might look at things in a different way. Sure. You also mentioned ceiling height and I've got a thing about that. It's the higher the ceiling, the mm. further up you can have your screen, the more people are going to be able to see it. Yeah. Plus it opens up the room a little bit. Yes. Let's do the opposite. Let's say the room is too big. It's oh. that whole feeling of a marble in a shoebox rolling yeah, around. What's, what are your thoughts about what you could do there? Well, there are plenty of ways that you can that you can help a room to, I guess, help people in a room to not feel quiet. So it could be the way that the seating is set up. So if you have a really large room, um, again, depending on the content and the style of the event, you might like to look at putting round tables in so yep. people can really maybe relax and take notes, talk and interact amongst themselves. Yeah. You know, we love an interactive um, presentation. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's what we know people will walk away feeling really comfortable um, however you know if that's not possible if you're you know a lot of the rooms that we look at the first thing that you see might be pillars I actually think pillars are our friends when it comes to a larger room right. you can take a bigger space yep. and you can work within the confines oh, yeah, that's of true. that so, so you, you can know, have the main theatre space yes. and then the other bits outside the pillars can be breakout areas absolutely yeah. so there's just I think what we've learned over the years is just about the way you look at things. Yep. You know, let's, let's walk into a space and say, does it fit our criteria? And, and look, everyone, it's okay to ask the hotel or the venue staff for a chair, plonk it down where you think the back row will be and have a look at what the, where the screens are. And, uh, and look, you said you can use in-house suppliers or the ability to use external. Again, that's another area not scrimp and save. I know a lot of people say, oh, I'll save myself the 50 bucks by bringing my own projector in. Yes. I can tell you one thing, that's false economy. If your projector blows 
a, um, a, a lamp at the time, mm-hmm. then you're, you're going to have to run around and try and get a new lamp for it. If yes. one of their projectors blows a lamp, somebody will be in with a replacement immediately. Yeah. So it's that whole peace of mind thing that can um, uh, make the difference between an event running smoothly or Absolutely. one where people concentrate on what went wrong mm. rather than what went right. Okay. And I know you and I have had a saying in the past, it's about being the swans on the lake. You see the grace of them moving along very smoothly on top, but somebody's pedalling furiously underneath, and that's usually the event management Absolutely. team. Absolutely, and as long as the client and the guests or the delegates don't see any of that, then that's our job. Yeah, fantastic. Make sure it all works. Thank you, Suzanne. Um, Thanks, can you um, give us one last hint on, if you're choosing a venue, the one thing to, for people to, to really focus on? I think the most important thing for me is go and visit. Yeah, Just okay. be there. Just yeah. be there in the flesh. There's nothing that uh, is ever going to substitute actually standing there and looking around. And can I say, if you decide to run the event, your event in Bangkok, then you have to go up once beforehand. <laughs> it's called the <laughs> ultimate site inspection. <laughs> um, now, um, if, uh, if they want to use your services, uh, Suze, where, where can they get your information? Well, uh, their I'm, information? I'm Suzanne Hart Events, which comes down to she, Okay, course. there you go. So we're she.net.au you and uh, yeah we're a boutique event management company it's what we do best and look if you've got any questions um, pose a question to Suzanne and she'll probably write a blog about it thanks Suze yeah thanks Tove alright <laughs> by the way thanks for Dead Man Espresso for um, today's great coffee. coffee great coffee and great scones